Hi, I'm Georgia. And I'm Amanda. I have bipolar one. And I have depression. Welcome to Going Loco, a podcast where you don't have to go loco alone. We got you, boo. Think of us as a companion podcast to your next mental breakdown. Do we think mental health is serious? Absolutely. Do we need to be solemn about it? Absolutely not. Are we going to be PC about it? Not a chance. So all the lunatics, the psychos, the cray-crays, the mentals, the kooky peeps, the nutsos, we see you, we hear you. We are you. Are you low? Are you high? Come as you are. And we'll be here discussing all things mental health. Welcome. Welcome. Ding, ding, ding. Generic trigger warning. Okay, so we both hate trigger warnings and we swore black and blue that we wouldn't do a trigger warning. So here is our trigger warning. This podcast is about sad things. This podcast is about when you're having a shit one. But mostly this podcast is about having a laugh because Amanda and I never fail to find the laugh. So there's some dark laughs, guys. So, to the trigger warning, if you're a person like us who likes to stamp it all down real deep and then you can't read or hear about certain topics for fear it will completely crack you open and you're afraid you'll never stop weeping, if you'd rather shit yourself in public than cry, firstly, hello, you're one of our people. Secondly, here comes your warning that today's podcast touches on some rough content around mental health. Crazy man, a pair of shit out rats. Georgia and Amanda. Head mouse, head mouse, frequent flyers. Amanda and Georgia are going local. Come with us and go local too. We're going local. So this is uh, episode six and it's our very first interview, guys. So it's pretty exciting. It is. Um, Very exciting. Um, Obviously, because it's our first ever recording, you know the drill and the sound Sound is is shit. shit. Uh, She tried to fix it, but it's still a bit shit. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Put up with it. Put up with it. The content is good. The content is amazing. So it's um, Sean, who is Amanda's brother. Yeah, so he's my little brother and um, he has been – he's had a big journey with his Mm. mental health stuff. So um, in this particular – this is a two-parter, but in this particular one we're talking about um, his first admission to a psych ward. Um, Georgia describes a little bit about her – um, her first manic episode mm-hmm. um, and having some postnatal depression. We're also talking a little bit about psych ward during COVID mm-hmm. and Big Pharma. Um, and just a bit of a warning at about 25 minutes into this episode, we do talk about a suicide attempt. So if that's not for you, f- please fast forward through that. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you need to do to keep yourself sane. Um, and Sean has amazing support systems around him. But he would like to dedicate this episode. He's asked us to dedicate this episode to Jacob, Ross and Woodsy. And I second that because those boys have just been there for Sean through thick and thin. And they're the best mates you could ever ask for. Um, So we appreciate all the work you've done, guys. And enjoy the episode. Yeah. Alright, so do you want to welcome Woo Podcast? Yeah. 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 
<laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna get a spark in that. <laughs> Excited much? Um, all right, so our first guest. Who have we got? Wanna introduce yourself? Sure. My name's uh, Sean Robinson, 32 years young. <laughs> and uh Living the Aussie dream, yeah. eh? <laughs> Crazy than a shit house, right? Um, so, <laughs> sorry, too far, too soon. Guess I'm going to have to roll with the punches. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being a guest. We really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> sounds it. <laughs> All right, so official diagnosis. Uh, official diagnosis. I've had a couple of diagnoses throughout my mental journey. Yeah. Good. But what I first started with was severe depression so yeah yeah and working through severe depression Mm -hmm. drugs got introduced and I uh went through a couple of bouts of drug-induced psychosis oh yeah but yeah for the most part the root of the problem is Severe depression. Right. Okay, cool. So how many health episodes have you had? How long you got? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I told you I haven't got much room on my body. I'm trying to delete files. How long is a ball of string? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How old am I? Uh, One for every year, (laughs) Mum. I first started psychotherapy or... You know, and pharmaceuticals when I was 17 Did coincided you? with uh, year 12 exams. Yep. And I've pretty much been jogging through it since then. Yeah. Wouldn't so, say jogging would be the right word. <laughs> you know, like. Sprinting. I've had, I've had <laughs> episodes. Up. You're limping. Limping yeah. sprinting. Yeah, I've had, I've had episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Varying severity from then till now. Yeah. Uh, so where did it start? Let's let's start at the very beginning because I didn't know it was year twelve. I thought it was later than that. Yeah. I thought it started with the drugs and let's you know separate the two drugs, illegal and legal drugs. Sorry. The good stuff so and the good stuff. When yeah. I was referring to drugs earlier, I was talking about illegal. Yeah. Um. Which were. Which weren't? Was that shorter? Was that at least shorter? I told you, yeah. I lost this face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, you know, it's true what they say. Marijuana is a gateway drug. Oof. So, you know, started on bongs and worked my way through the list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a tick box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, what's next? <laughs> you, don't want yeah. to, you don't want to miss out. Yeah. Like, you, want to, you want to get the bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mum. Hey. I guess the first time, you know, I really had to seek serious, serious help. Yeah. I was heavily self-medicating on meth, amphetamines. Mm. Define serious help because uh, we started with like 17 and being on anti, you know, yeah, antidepressants. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, you know, so you got like pharmaceutical. So the 17, obviously, the I guess the pressures of year 12 what you're going to do with the rest of your life and make that call now mm-hmm. um life or life <laughs> serious was admitting myself into hospital yeah, yeah. into psych ward yes yeah yeah which you didn't do alone but no i uh my it. family came together yeah because 
You're crazy. My, yeah. My, uh. Aren't we all? Yes, my, yes. We're all crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my actions were cause for concern and. Yeah. I had an inter- a family intervention that I wasn't invited to. All right, how did that go down, guys? Amanda, take the stage. <laughs> well, Sean, yeah, so we basically, you're basically in a bloody drug and juice manic episode. Yeah. Um, just on the mess. Didn't want to get off that anytime soon. And. Why would you? Uh, I don't Six know. Six tall and bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,. We started getting calls over the long weekend from Sean's friends being pretty concerned about him. Yeah. And the paranoia was kind of through the roof. So you would call, I think this went on for like a bloody week or something before. It did. And everyone, all our, our family started calling it. Uncle and mum being like, have you spoken to Sean? And, you know, Daniel's like, have you spoken to Sean? I said, oh, he's getting messages from yeah. all the friends and everything just being like, we're super worried. Something's up with him. He's not right. And he, you, you basically hadn't slept for, like, days. Um, like 15 days was my oh, record. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've done eight days with no sleep. So you beat me, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> eight days? Well, you should have gone on the mess. Well, I, I, I should have gone on the mess. I could have gone further. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll take that crown, I guess. <laughs> Reluctantly take that crown. <laughs> Yeah, so then we're all like, oh, worried here. And by that stage, you were like, you would call Sean and he would be like, getting off the phone. He was timing phone calls and being like, yeah. I've got to get off the phone now, Amanda. Everything's fine. But like, it was all, everything was under a minute because the paranoia had kicked in. Yeah. And you were like, paranoid that you were like, the walls are talking to me. Yeah. Um, that the, you know, so, like when we, they got to pick you up, you were like talking to. Steve Jobs through the – you couldn't get into your password thing because yeah. you'd forgotten your password, yeah. so you were just like, they've locked me out on purpose, yeah. and you were, inverted commas, talking to Steve Jobs through the password thing, just typing into the password thing. Oh, that's good yeah. of Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good on him. He was taking mail. He's taking your calls on it, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was all I right. I guess it became <laughs> self-evident for me because yeah. I was – under the influence of methamphetamines. Yeah. So I went away on a camping or went to go to a camping trip and I was pulled over by the police on a random, how are you going? Yeah. Oof. They just saw you and your youth and were like, pull that guy over. Yeah. <laughs> just a, just a look of you. Just a random check. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was watching Breaking Bad at the time. So like whilst I thought driving. I was smarter than them. Ah. Uh, nah, just like, oh, you know, it was in your knew head. how law worked, I thought. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you don't have any reasonable. Just looking at you is reasonable. Yes. <laughs> What is it really? No, I just gave it to us. Oh. So, <laughs> congrats on that one. Uh, uh, you know, the the lockbox gets jimmied, and oh, there's five game no. crash and scales and oh, various bags of powder with yeah. dollar values written on them. Oh my god! <laughs> it didn't look good. What's good? Intent to sell anyone? Well. Convicted, no, charged, never convicted. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Lucky. shit. So that was... So yeah. that was the beginning of the your first, Sean's first spiral yeah. into... So he basically went away. They gave him back his car. Yeah. Fuck knows why. Did they? Yeah, right. Now yeah, I drove home 
from and then just walking. Maui police station wow. back to southeast suburbs yeah. if anybody's from Victoria. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just stayed awake since then. You were like pretty yeah. fucked. And yep. then you stayed awake and then we called yeah. the cat team. We sent our, the, our oldest brother yep. over to Sean's house just to make sure we knew where he was. And then we called the cat team mm-hmm. um, and we were like kind of like, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. Yeah. Cat team like, we'll come. So they sent the cops over, didn't the cops and the cat team oh, together? Well. Sent the off cop, your paranoia the cop, at all. Yeah, the cops, the cops ro- arrived yeah. first, and how did to be happen? fair, like for any like for me now, not being on meth, it would have been a very confrontational setup. Yeah, for so, them to see you. No, like. For you. For a person to experience yeah. cops coming into yeah. your door and... Did you resist? I, like, no, like, no. Yeah. Um, You've never resisted As that. As Amanda said, my brother had come around beforehand. Yeah. And he kind of gave me a rough idea of where the family's head was at. Yeah. So the crack pot went down the sink. Yeah. The gear went in the toilet. Yeah. The cops came around and they were pretty much like, you can leave this apartment in an ambulance or a divvy van. Yeah. Your pick. Oh, choices. <laughs> divvy van was tempting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you yeah. went with the ambulance. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. But Enter <laughs> first admission into psychiatric ward. Yeah, okay. And how much do you remember of that? Because obviously we remember uh, different things about that. Well... We're talking 10 years ago now, so over thousands of dollars and hours of therapy, um, <laughs> I blocked it out. I'm pretty, um, start to finish. What do you mean? Um, you don't remember any Fully of self-aware. Oh, uh, fully self-aware, right. Yeah. That's interesting because often people have gaps or can't remember, like, yeah. Nah. I remember, remember it all. like, the small details, like, a bloke got admitted to the same psychiatric ward that I was already under the care of. Yeah. And I didn't like the look of him, and I decided that he was an undercover cop. Yeah. And I told him I was going to stab him with a bar. Lucia was specific, so we knew what to look out for. <laughs> right. He's got the bio in his pocket. Watch yeah. He's got wielding a then... deadly <laughs> weapon. Look out. I'm going to ride all over you. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, what about the... It's funny now. But not it wasn't then. Oh. <laughs> Basically, I uh, was very unwell. Yeah. Um, with self-medicating and got introduced into a one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes. Like your typical movie scenario, padded room, oh, you plastic went cutlery. Yeah. Um, the cupboards, the way you can't No, 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 no. I had, nowhere I had can... a foam mattress on the floor uh, yep. and a foam block that made a bedside table. Yeah, right. That they would deliver me three meals on, probably for the first three days. Every time my meal was delivered, that was my chance. Oh. So, you know, 
to get out. Bit of yeah, bit of a uh, to make a run for it. Yeah, bit of a kerfuffle with the nurses, jab in the ass, let go to bed for three hours. Yep. Do it again. Nighty night, dawn. Yeah. (laughs) Down angle. Yeah. Yeah, you were because you were there for five days because we couldn't come and see you while you were in that. No, that was. Total isolation. Yeah. Like I said, padded room, fucking... Public psych ward, was it? It was a public. I was at uh, Monash and Clayton. Okay, yeah. And I, once I got my tick of approval, I moved up to an acute section of the psychiatric ward where there was always a nurse present. With you at, at all? In the room. In the room. Wow. So there was yep. a common area yep. where the nurse would stay and yep. no doors, but I had like That's a place sense. with a bedroom yep. off the common area and the acute section was two people. Yep. Like it only serviced two patients oh, at a wow. time. Okay. And they're all at 24 hours nurse present. Wow. Was that Gary? That was Gary. He's a cop. Well, we all knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so you come in to see Sean. You're like, how are you feeling, mate? He's like, much better. I'm much better. Yeah. And then Gary would be like, I was like, Gary, what do you think? He's like, oh, yeah, he's all right. And then Gary would leave the room. Yeah. And Sean would be like, he's a cop. I'm like. He's <laughs> plant. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, pretty sure he's not a cop, mate. And Sean would be like, don't you tell me about my business, Amanda. <laughs> A little bit paranoid still, I reckon. That took a lot of work. I remember, so I went through the process of the padded room and then the acute ward. Then I was in gen pop. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Still uh, a locked ward or like was the ward locked locked when you were Uh, At all times, yes. You've never been on a non-locked ward though, have you? Aren't they all locked? Have you not been, Georgia? Have you been on a non-locked been ward? On a, I haven't been on a locked ward. No. Um, yeah, all unlocked. But you, you, I still couldn't leave. So at first, they're like you had to gain your permission. Yeah. So oh. with my latest one, um, when I had my third son, um, you were allowed once you gained permissions, you were allowed to go and walk around the car park. Like with Bubs, oh, but because of, yeah, I know, well, some people weren't allowed to walk around the car park, and this, I think it's because there was pipes and stuff that you could uh, hang yourself from, so, so, yeah, some people were like, oh, I'm not allowed to go to the car park, well, you're going to the car park, that's pretty amazing, I'm like, it's really, it's really, <laughs> it's really <laughs> what's it like out there? <laughs> what are the cars, like, got number no, plates, no. Is there any number plates? <laughs> yeah. and then, they're probably cops. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're allowed to go Gary. and order a coffee. So when I was first there, I saw that some <gasps> women were coming back with coffees. I'm like, they're allowed out for coffees. But then I, certain things, like I wasn't allowed to take like a plastic bag into the room or no headphones with long cords, mm. which I was really pissed mm. off about because I listen to a lot of music. And, and podcasts, really good quality really podcasts. Really good quality like podcasts like this one. But then, uh, yeah, no dressing gown. Little girl plug for you playing at Going local, it's called going local. Yeah, you got to like Tell your friends. <laughs> Rate and review. Rate and review. Rate and review. But yeah, so Repeat I'm... it to yourselves. <laughs> Get on there. Rate and review. Um, yeah, so I've never been on a locked ward, but um, my sister and mum have been on locked wards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. Because were they voluntary or involuntary no, patients? So, um, they were involuntary patients yeah. for their uh, – Lex was voluntary sometimes, but definitely yeah. her first big manic episode, she was involuntary. Um, my first big manic episode, they said if I hadn't have said yes to going in, which I did, but I would have been made involuntary. Yeah, you would have gone under. Yeah. Is it sanctioned? Sectioned. Sectioned. Yeah. Yeah. Sectioned. yeah. So, but yeah, I can relate to the paran, a bit of the paranoia stuff. Yeah. Oh, Gary's yeah. everywhere. No, I get. Gary. has been doing the rounds, chasing oh, people. Yeah. There's not a lot to do in these psychiatric no, wards. No, there's nothing to do. Oh, I've yeah. smoked cigarettes since I was 14, so I got busy smoking cigarettes. Uh, that cost us a lot of money. Yeah, in my in this uh, episode um, we're speaking about, I remember having a cigarette in, so the ward was a big circle around the courtyard. Yeah. And you're not allowed to smoke in public health systems they just unless you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an exemption. Yeah. Yeah, because they bought it in They just turn a blind eye to it. They were like too hard. Yeah, he's got enough on his plate. Let yeah, him have yeah, a let him have <laughs> yeah. And I remember having a dart and going, I reckon with the way technology's moving, they've got a camera on me. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 They probably did to be I fair. don't know who <laughs> they were specifically, but, but that's the powers that be were yeah. watching. Steve Jobs. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't have your laptop to send him messages, yeah. so there's that. Yeah. Good chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good chat. It's a bit one way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Selfish. Now that he's dead, it's even worse. So. <laughs> Get another turtleneck, you freak. Yeah. <laughs> Drink another green juice. Uh. <laughs> These kids aren't allowed to have um, mobile devices, uh, yeah. any tech at the table. I was like, pot, kettle, black, you all, fucked us all. All those big tech guys are like that because they know it's like addictive, mm. yeah. designed. They, 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 pay, they pay huge dollars for people to like do study groups to be like, yeah, it turns out like phones are bad. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right, so... No phones are present in the room. <laughs> All right. But you are being recorded. <laughs> By the cops. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking Gary. Fucking Gary. The word lunacy, yeah. it comes from Luna, the moon, and the effect of the moon. Yeah, so when the lunar cycle would yeah. come around, they found that... The psychiatric wards would get fuller. Yeah. Oh. So, loony bin. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell me about. So, your grandma got lobotomized. Did you. Yeah. Do you remember the before and after of that? Oh, so I, it's my great grandma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I only just recently found out she was lobotomized. My auntie must have done a bit of digging around. And yeah. I found out because um, I went and chatted with an, um, like a lady, an older lady in the town who knew. Her. And she's like, yeah, they kept her in a locked room. Like, oh, awful. Awful. I mean, to relatable. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hashtag relatable. Yeah, um, <laughs> done that. Thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> Do not Do recommend. Not recommend. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> One star. Yeah. Um, Facilities is shit. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, obviously, she had must have had bipolar as well, and unmedicated. What well, there was no medication around at the time, mm. um, so she would have been like off the charts. But I guess what I remember is just my grand granny. Nothing. Wouldn't say a word about it. Oh, she yeah. was. Oh, she was hopeless. That's Ooh, all she would say. We do not speak of her. Hundred percent. Yeah. So she's not buried. So everyone else is buried in town in in the family plot. But um, Ivy, Ivy was her name, is in Faulkner Cemetery. Actually, oh, should go have a look. The yeah. crazy corner. The crazy corner. Yeah. And That's even rude. yeah, very rude. Like I found her death notice. Because you know how, um, I think it's called Trove, you can look through the old newspapers mm, and mm. I found her death notice and it was, I can't remember the exact words, but it was just like basic, cold as fuck. Like, yeah, these are the facts. Yeah. <laughs> We've deleted her if we could, but we had yeah. to put it in. We had to put it in. Well, he, he went and remarried, so even though she was alive but sort of permanently committed to a, um, a lunatic asylum, oh. as they were called, and he went and remarried a bird a year younger than my granny. Oh, oh, oh. Yikes. So we've got to step over Jane Eyre with your bloody first wife up at the up in the bloody attic. Please move around the house, mate. I should show you a picture of the house because it's like a tenth century mansion, like old, yeah, yeah. It's actually a winery, like. Oh, yeah. from money, Georgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way back. Yeah. What is it? The first generation earns it, the second generation saves it, third generation spends it, and then I'm the fourth generation. <laughs> so it's all. Well, what are you going to do? I, I'd be third gone. generation. I yeah. swear on it. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm all gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go to Big Pharma. Ooh, drugs. What are you on? What's your dosage? Uh, Georgia was having a brag the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, because I'm on a very high dose, sure. So I said, I'm, what are you on? I'm on um, antipsychotics, so Seroquel um, is the main drug that I take, and then yep. PRN. I've had a little bout on Seroquel. Oh, how'd you find it? Not my drug of choice. Yeah. Why not? Um, Unless you're going to sponsor us with, for a pal, we, we'll redo this bit. <laughs> the thing with far, Big Pharma is, and... It was made evident, like, to me very early on in my mental journey that we got a lot of stuff figured out over the last few centuries. Yep. But for the most part, the brain's a bit of a mystery and you're going to be our guinea pig. Oh. (laughs) Yes, I can relate. Yeah. As I said, like, you know, I had a little bad on Sarah Quill. Yep. Oh, I reckon if you list them off, I've given them a crack. Yeah. But you, so the latest episode, though, they took you off everything. So when you moved from Melbourne to Queensland. Yes. And had an episode, then they were like, because you were on the highest doses of what you were what on. What I was currently on. Yeah. They took you off everything. Yeah. To start you with a fresh batch Which of was, stuff. Yeah. How did that go? It was a weird scenario because it'll never happen again in history because everyone went through a national pandemic. Yes. Oh, yeah. So Victoria at the time that my daughter was born and stuff was happening in my life that I was finding hard to process, that 
not the mental health system, the health system was crumbling under the demand. Of course. So big farmers, you know, will chuck you on these and in three weeks you'll start hopefully feeling some therapeutic effects, but with an extremely strange system, they just didn't have the resources to admit someone to get off a course and back on a new course. Because you should really be admitted for that, hey, because that's huge. I was admitted. You were, yeah. I was admitted, but they were just like, we can offer you a safe space. That's it. But um, in terms of the pharmaceuticals, we don't have the time, we don't have the money. Before I moved up to Queensland, my last admission was in Frankston Hospital, which was amazing facility. Yep. Don't get me wrong. It is amazing. But as I said, crumbling under the pressures yeah. and... So just weren't enough beds, were they? I, uh, I tried to hang myself off the curtain rails that divide the beds. They were only held on by magnets. Because oh. that's deliberate. That's what I was yeah. saying before. Yeah. yeah you can't uh, in these rooms. A nurse <laughs> came into my room because yeah. she heard a bit of a thumb. <laughs> and I was lying on my bed. And she was like, what happened here? Because the whole bloody curtain rail was on the ground. And I just went, I don't know. I don't and that know. was good enough. Oh, that's. Well, there's a lot of paperwork None. if someone is trying to commit themselves, so... And she didn't take Nothing anything. happened. They put the... Curtain rail back up? No. Nothing to see No, me. they put it in like a, I guess, a little cup. storage yeah. room. Mm-hmm. It was big enough to get a full curtain rail in and close the door. Stop trying to swing on the curtain rail, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's boring Not here. by your neck no. either. Yeah. <laughs> what did you hear, though? Because, like, uh, again, strained system. Yeah. Had me laces on me. You shoelaces. Yes. Just to clarify that. Because they do take, because you, well, you say no plastic bags, no. But I actually had them all in there because I said to Stu, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't be in here without these headphones. So they were there. Yeah. I had them. And I had my dressing gown cord as well. Yeah. So yeah. they weren't. Same as you, it was during COVID, so 2021, yep. and they were run off their feet. Yeah. So, so no one was. Did they didn't do the suicide panel? I do not, yeah. I do not blame the mental health system for well, was maybe a lack of care. It was a pressured system. Before, mm. I mean, before COVID, it was pressured. Yeah. So during COVID, it was just. So what did you, what about your experiences before COVID? Obviously, like, not to bad mouth Clayton, but, like, you know, and maybe this is us being desensitised to it, but when, because Frankston's a new war, it was, like, freshly built and shit, when we were just oh, like, oh, yeah, this is so nice. Yeah. Oh, this is nice. Oh, they got a basketball and court. Had a couple of iPads. No access to the internet. <laughs> Who needs it anyway? It's only good for porn. <laughs> and podcasts. Listen. <laughs> Rank <Rain> review. <laughs> no, it was. Um, it was a, no, because I think Clayton is very old ward. 
And it's a bit of a weird one because that was an adult ward, but you were very young and you were kind of on the cusp of whether they would put you in an adult or a first admission, the method mission. I was on an adult ward. No, 22 he was. I was on an adult ward and once I was deemed ready to progress out of the psychiatric ward, I was released into the RAPS care, which was an adolescent. Yep. Yeah, so... I saw, I, I saw the best of both worlds type yeah. thing. It's a 25, maybe the limit is 25 for juvie or something like that, like to go into a juvenile, oh, inverted commas, juvenile ward. If I tried to tell you what it was, yeah. I'd I'm glad, have no yeah. factual basis to go off. <laughs> I'm glad you went into the adult ward, though, because I think the juvie ward would have been just meeting. From all reports, the juvie ward was... What? Somewhere to put the kids they didn't understand. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. You know, the, yeah. a lot of illegal drugs managed to find their way into... Interesting, yeah. I think that's why we were, like, glad you yeah. got in the yeah. adult ward. Oh, I suppose that's a crumbling system. I thought they would have been checking bags and... I don't... Yeah. As I said, I was in a, an adult ward. I've just heard, like, what the goings yeah. on were, so I don't know how... Things were getting in and out, but mm. from all reports, it was a pretty average place. Okay. Yes. No good. No good. Okay. So, circling back. Yeah. Uh, what are you on now? What drugs are you on now? So, in the morning, I take 100 milligrams of... Um, Fluxin. Nah. Fluxetine got asked. Come on. Venlafaxine. So what's that one? Venlafaxine, uh, if you're describing it in layman's terms, it's a, you know, it's a Ritalin. Yep. Oh. It's, it's a kick up the bum. Yeah. Okay. So I take that in the morning and then before I go to bed, I take 100 milligrams of Quetiapin, <gasps> which is... Hello. Yeah. Yeah, yep. which is... Fuck that. Wish had... What was that? <laughs> From all intensive purposes, an antipsychotic, but in my case, it's being used more as a booster. It actually has antidepressant qualities as well as psychotic. So it's being used, in my case, as a booster for my 30 milligrams of metrazepam, which is an antidepressant. Ah, oh, because the quetiapin, when I got on quetiapin, it knocked me the fuck out. Ah, uh, skittles for me. Well, as in it didn't. <laughs> yeah, just knock them back. Well, George, the doctor to, tells me to. <laughs> do you want to hear how much I've been on when I've been sickest with quetiapin or Seroquel? 2,000 milligrams. <laughs> Holy shit, people. I'm on 100 milligrams. <laughs> I, and I still that night only slept two hours and barely. Like, that was after the birth of my first child, so big manic episode. But so normally, well, the Does high... that deemed as postnatal or... So my mum, so we've got a bit of a history of postnatal mania, postnatal psychosis. So okay. I was very conscious going in that we needed to manage the fact that I could get postnatal mania and postnatal that, psychosis. So yeah, I'd... Try and negate the possibility as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so going in, um, yeah, just have the baby. And then I knew that the Which is an easy task. Just have the baby. I've been in the delivery room. <laughs> the there's baby. nothing to it. The girls are fucking <laughs> trying on another. Just pop, out it comes. Yeah, that's it. It's like doing a fart. Oh. <laughs> what? what is Twelve hours, Sean. Two hours of pushing. Oh, yeah. Pushing. They're lying on that back. Oh, all drugs. I had no drugs. Robbed. Robbed. Actually, no. That's a lot. I had the gas, and I had. How was that? Oh, they had to take it off me. They wouldn't. I was like, I'm not letting go. They're like, it's time to push. I'm like, it's fucking not time to push. And that can rip it out of my hands. I was like, out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> I had to wrench it off me. Fair. And then I was fake pushing because I wasn't ready to push it. I'm like, mm, and they're like, we know you're not actually. <laughs> Don't clench your face. <laughs> and they're like, got my hand, you know, got their hands up there, like, nothing's happening, Georgia. We know. And then finally, <laughs> I just wasn't ready to push. <laughs> finally, yeah, pushed him out, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then oh, I had a couple of shots of um, pethidine, that, so I relieved it for about 10 minutes. Oh, cool. And then yeah, back Fill me it. in what's pethidine. Yeah. Uh, so we can get that from. Like, it's like morphine, type of morphine, just pain. Mm, real just Gary down the road, so. <laughs> <laughs> Pushed him out and I knew psych ward was down the, around the corner um, from the birthing suite, so I was expecting just a clean, you know, <laughs> wheel me into the yeah. psych ward. <laughs> It's not from how one it from the birthing suite straight in. <laughs> Sedate me with you know enough sedatives to take a horse down, and then I'll be fine. But yeah, look, it didn't quite roll out like that. There was it was a bit of a bumpy ride, but um, yeah, that was the time that it was on two thousand. But then after I had him, um, that's crazy. My maintenance dose was eight hundred milligrams still and so now I'm as a on, maintenance dose. as a maintenance dose so like i said mania like sounds like you need to be kept up a bit i need to be kept yep. down yeah okay. <laughs> Nail me down. Yep. um but yeah i'm on 400 milligrams of seroquel now but yeah um, it's still it's still a lot epic amounts but yeah it just i um cycle it up and down depending on if i my how you feel if i can't sleep i have to take more that's my kind of red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. By the sounds of it, uh, I've only met George today. <laughs> and it sounds like, yeah, it's been a pretty hectic ride. It's been a hectic ride. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone's that's been through a mental health journey. I hate the word journey, but it is a I've journey. I've got a T-shirt. Oh, oh, I wore a T-shirt yesterday that's journey apparel. <laughs> <laughs> Ride the journey. That's it. Yeah, we're not using journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Seracol, it's interesting how it has those dual <laughs> qualities. Yeah. I was actually having yeah. an interesting conversation with my cousin yesterday mm. um, about how it boggled both our minds that if you've got a mate with ADHD and you pinch his tablets, you're on speed. (laughs) But for him, it it literally does the exact opposite. It brings him down. Isn't that your episode, when you were 16? Yeah, so when I was 
16, 17, mm. I, I had a lot going on. So my mum had cancer and it's, she was, it came out that she will die from children's terminal illness. And then my sister had her first manic episode brought on by doctors giving her antidepressants, thinking she just had depression, but because she had bipolar, it brought her whoop, way out of the stratosphere. So she was living away from home and had to come live back in the family home she's really unwell and then mum was unwell with cancer and then I was I wasn't doing so well and I thought oh look I just I don't really want to process I don't want to bother anyone I'm just going to start randomly taking their tablets just to (laughs) like get through the day but I'm not going to tell anyone what's going on because I was terrified I knew I was the same as mum was was there a medical professional no no I just (laughs) the drug taking (laughs) no I just helped myself to the Oh, okay. just episode. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I've got, a, I've got a bunch of boxes in the cabinet. One of them's got to work. <laughs> That's right. I was like, all, right, all these pharmaceutical, you know, it was mum's prescription, Lexi prescription drugs, and I was just took all of them randomly. So some of them were antipsychotics, some of them were Valium, some of them were antidepressants, and I was just, um, for a few Working weeks, just, yeah, taking them. And obviously... It didn't go down well, guys. <laughs> Shock her up. <laughs> Things were not fun. <laughs> it culminated in a party at a friend's house um, where I just... It always uh, does. It always does. Basically, just started having a psychotic episode. It would start, I just couldn't... Please describe it. Yeah, so I was... I couldn't stop moving. I couldn't stop moving. I had, like, restless legs and... Um, they put me in bed and I was just kind of sitting there and then the whole night like this kind of in and out of weird fever dreams. And then the next day I woke up and I'm like, I said to my friend, I'm not fine. And we, we at this point hadn't told any parents yet. So we're only 16 and we're like, how much longer can we hide this for? And then. All right, Anna Woods. Yeah. <laughs> my friend, my friend was like, um, I'm going to tell my mom now. Cause yeah. And then, um, Deb was like, all right, I'm going to tell your mum now. And I was like, oh, fuck, because my mum was Relief. No, I was like, shit, because she's... Dragon lady. Like, full on, like, I knew she was going to be really angry. And she's a very... Yeah, she would have... Yeah, I knew that I was... The shit was going to hit the fan. So, anyway, so they took mum... Mum was very annoyed about what had happened. She had a lot on her plate, too. She was dying. You know, she had my sister home with a manic episode. Is that it? Yeah. Now, is that all? What else can yeah, you put yeah, up? Yeah. Well, I was like, is that all? We clinched. Yeah. I'm going to have my fucking psychotic episode to all your yeah. dad. <laughs> so they took me to the GP and gave me a couple of Valium, which um, didn't touch the sides, did not touch the sides. But I've never, oh, a lie. Yeah. I was a, I was a bit of a bloody, you know, baby rattle when I came out of my first <laughs> episode. Oh, I, had, yeah. I had a couple of... Couple of pharmaceuticals to take. Do you rattle the rally? Yeah. Catch <laughs> a little box. Yeah. One PM. Two PM. Yeah. Fuck it out, guys. Yeah, but <laughs> for the most part, like I hear Valium as you know, I don't want to deal with this flight. Oh. I'll take a couple of Valium. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they can't get it like that anymore. No, it's they've locked it down. But anyway, yeah. it didn't touch the sides, and I got home, and that night um, started hallucinating. So was running down the hallway, saying half oh, my face is melted off, and then I was like, Wow, um, was that true? No, 
I'm a chicken. I'm a plucky chicken yeah. on a farm. Like, I'm a chicken. And then, like, mom, at different points in the night, like, mum was laying with me and I was convinced she was going to try and eat so me. So mum was laying, with you. She was, she was witnessing. Yeah. And she's like, I'm like, I'm a Brazilian walnut. Don't eat me. Don't eat me. And she's like, I'm not going to eat you. Like, <laughs> so specific. You're my daughter. <laughs> and then the next day. Yeah. <laughs> They had friends coming over and she's like, stay in the room and just write it out. And then that next night I was just like, I need What's, What do you write in it out in? Well, I had restless legs. So she actually has a name. I heard. There the is, restless legs. Yeah. It has an ichiotosis. It's got, it's not the right name, but there is a sign. Let's go with that though. That's cool. We'll go with ichiotosis, yeah. but. She yeah. had itchy me, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> should be, should be good, good. <laughs> So I was just, yeah, in the room and then when another night with no sleep and in the morning I said, Mum, you either need to, again, I grew up on a farm, so take me out to the back page and shoot me in the head or um, take me to the doctor. So she opted to take me to the doctor. Good call, Mum. Good call, Mum. That's what good support can do. That's what good parenting can do. I played the choices down and, um, yeah, she took me to her GP who had actually always treated her through her psychiatric issues because mum, other than having that first... So um, the family doctor. Yeah, the family doctor. And he took one look at me and said, you, we're going to give you a needle in the bum. Hello, been there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, they said, you've got to stop walking around once we give you the needle in the bum. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I couldn't. So I was still walking around and then went Dropped. down like a sack of bricks. And yeah. then they called the ambulance and they said, I was lucky. They said, we're not going to take you to the psych we're going to let you be in just the normal town hospital, which I think was a good call. Um, Why? Well, I just think it would have been so much more confronting to be taken to Melbourne away oh, and in okay. a psych ward with yeah. other kids having yeah. a psychiatric. It's so sure. confronting. So just in the normal hospital, right. yeah. Oh, I see, because you're in Georgia, country. Like, like, yeah. I've seen it from the other side, like, a psychiatric ward is not a nice place to be. Oh, I know, man. I've got an hour a day and we're like, taking turns just being like, you go today. I'm going <laughs> Thursday. I mean, I feel a bit, because I've, I've always been lucky to go to private wards, oh, yeah. which is probably fancy. Fancy, because my sister went through and my mum went through the public um, system and got pretty fucked over. So been lucky enough to go through the private system, which I think is a bit more cushy and a bit more... Um, Fancy, maybe, mm. and you can get in much easier with a low. Mm. You're not as sick, you know what I mean. You can get in. Oh, lower threshold. Lower threshold. They'll just put you straight in, and you yeah, get. Oh my God. You don't have to go as far, so you get. You don't have the the impact on your life is not as big because you get taken care of here instead of here. Yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, hundred percent of my yeah. experience is public health system. Yeah. So and I ain't shitting on the public health system. Wow. But yeah. But here I, I go. <laughs> yeah. But especially during COVID, if yeah. I wasn't at the end of my fucking tether ready to do the unthinkable, yeah. I'd had a time finding a bed. And that's the difference with the private one. You can get in pretty much no trouble. Well, yeah, I guess might be the relationship I've got with my psychiatrist as well, but he That's will, true. if I say I'm in trouble, then he will find a bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Sean would be like, oh, I, killed, really I tried to kill myself this amazing. morning. So. And you couldn't get 
And it's still like, mm, we don't actually, mm, yeah. we don't have a bed. Like, I'm thinking of killing myself. Mm, let's see if we can find your bed. She's sleeping on the floor in the psych ward. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's legit. Because yeah. there's no space. Yeah, so. But we know you need help. It's a, it's a tragedy that the system yeah. is like that, I think, mm. and so many people have. Be fair, I love that all three of us are sitting down talking about it because mm. it's a bit of a taboo subject <laughs> well let's talk about that what because what yeah. uh like you were saying so george has just said i'm not I'm, you know not going into the hospital which is that a small t- you know part of that would have been confronting to go to a psych ward but it would have been like a fucking don't we don't want to commit our daughter because then the neighbors will know well, uh, yeah, I mean, personally, I was, like, very ashamed, too. I was like, oh, one flew over the corpus nest when they took me on the tour. And then when I got there, the first admission, I they said, you know, we do meals communally. I said, I'm not fucking coming out of my room and eating with those fucking people <laughs> who I was one of. But yeah. I obviously felt some kind of extreme shame or extreme, I'm not, I'm not mentally ill. I'm not you guys. Yeah. And wouldn't eat. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted, to, <laughs> wanted to separate you. Yeah. From the, Got all yeah. the airs and graces in the psych ward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, my, for me, the taboo stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's getting it's heaps dual. better. Yeah. Tell me about you, Sean, though, with the taboo. Well, my experience oh, with oh, the yeah. taboo is I love my brother and I love my dad. Yeah. And... They're a big part of my life. So yeah. over the last decade, yeah. they've watched me go in and out of yeah. psych wards regularly. Yeah. And to this day, they look me in the face and go, well, I don't get it, mate. <laughs> like, and that's something I have to accept. That you just know they'll never get it. They've told me. They just don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's it. I'm like... Yeah. Like you're doing as I well. as I sit in this room, I've had twelve bolts of electricity through yeah. my brain. Yeah, you know the the state has paid hundreds of thousands of dollars on what they recognise as a problem. Yes, that my dad and older brother have witnessed. Yeah, and still stand in front of me and go, "I don't get it." Yeah, what do you mean you? Fucking depressed, like. like don't be sad. Like, <laughs> like you're choosing to be sad. And you're yeah, to be I wish I, I wish I had control over it. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. It's like the weather. Hey, like for me, it's it's definitely not a choice. And I don't know about for you, Amanda, but it's like it's like the weather setting in. Like, yeah, you can't choose it. You can't choose the weather. Mine's just, just yeah. I don't have. I definitely milder experiences than you guys but I definitely know when I'm getting unwell and then I may need to go to medication and not be well, you know. what are you what are your triggers what are your warning signs uh drinking too much so just my life you know yeah <laughs> uh no drinking too much um just getting up in my head yeah like things that shouldn't bother me bothering me yeah. um getting super overwhelmed yeah like just it, like with yeah and wanting to hide like I'm a big retreater so if like I just feel like people are coming at me and they're not. Like, it's just like my normal life. Like, I'm very social, so lots of people are – I'm always in contact with yeah. lots and lots of people and I just feel like everybody's coming at me and I'm just yeah. – like, and I can't with deal their with opinions it. Oh, uh, <laughs> and they wanted to hang out with their friendliness time. and their love. And their love, yeah. So rude. <laughs> just wanted to, like, be, you know, hang out with me. It's so rude. And I – 
Yeah, and I, I feel overwhelmed, so then yeah. I usually drink and hide. Okay. Um, which is like, no, I can't, I'm too busy. But instead like of getting unbusy. a lot of anxiety. Yeah, but my diagnosis is depression, which I was like, are you sure? Check that shit. Do you want to fill out Because I feel like I've never, I've never even heard the word anxiety in Any my diagnosis. And, yeah, when I'm bad, oh, I'm, God, yeah, I'm worried about filling up my car at the servo. Like, yeah, everything's yeah. making me fucking pent up and anxious. Yeah, and the spirals. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think anxiety is, like, everybody knows it's a thing and, like, yeah. you oh, know. but bad. I haven't so met bad. too many people that have been clinically diagnosed. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, the, I don't have anxiety in there either, but anxiety is definitely definitely a feature of me. Yeah, so it's definitely of present. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's there. Yeah. yeah, I remember just like, like when I had that really bad episode, you know, just when COVID hit, what's going on? And I just like, it was so overwhelming, this anxiety that I was like, oh, I'll go for a walk. You know, that'll make me feel better. And Am I got, legally allowed to go yeah. for a walk? Only <laughs> around the car park. Just up and down, up and down. Yeah, so I take the dog out of the car and, yeah. like, it's a hot day. And, yeah. like, you know, I'm living at mum's. So I take the dog down to the beach. This will be lovely within 5K, Dane Andrews. And, like, I'm so still so overwhelmed when I get out of the car that I nearly had to get someone to hold the dog yeah. so that I could breathe. Because yeah. I was like, I can't do both. I can't do both. Ooh. Yeah. But then I was like, had that's, shame around that. That's and... some fucking heavy emotion. <laughs> oh like, yeah. You can't physically fucking take your dog out of the car. <laughs> well, he's a big dog. Yeah. I got him out of the. He wasn't not getting out of the car. He was barking. He's like, what? He's like the beach. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> You're like, I can't do it, Brian. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I can't leave off lead. He steals balls. So I was like, oh, you know. And I'm looking around for someone to hold the dog yeah. because I'm like, just so I could just like catch my breath, yeah. which, because I could, you know, when you can feel your own heartbeat yeah. or you're aware of your own heartbeat yeah. and then you're like, it's going to stop yeah, okay. because I'm aware of it and I'm never yeah. aware of it. And oh. sometimes my brain like starts going on a tangent every I'm like, yeah. and I'm like is my breathing out of rhythm? Oh. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, and now I've got to focus on breathing? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> All the automatic stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and I'm just like this. I'm just going to lay down. Yeah. Too much. Too much. Too much. If I'm manic, like quite manic, I can only either watch TV or listen to it. I can't do both. Oh, I'll watch the images or listen, like if you're in hospital, listen to the audio. Because both, too much. Can't follow what's going on. Yes. Too much. That is like a yeah. That is a sensory. It's like I can't follow it? what's going on because there's too much going on. Yeah, mm. your brain because your brain's probably you know I call them head miles. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So the head miles. Yeah. 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 Oh, Sean and I have got the like frequent flyer points, guys. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get me a trip to the site or the right I'm going for bonus. Been doing too many I'm seeing a lapel pink. I'm seeing merch guys with like a plane with head miles. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do it. Do it. No, I think it was like the overwhelm comes from yeah. being so busy in your head. Yeah. That everything is like too much. Too it's too hard. It's like just like if I can get through work for the day, I'm like nail that great. But like doing anything extra on top of that is like. Yeah. 
reeks of effort. Yeah. Uh, and then feeling like, I don't know, you like feeling like a failure because yeah. I can't, everybody else around me is managing to life yeah. except for me. Yeah. And maybe you, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, there's yeah. the shame. Yeah. yeah. My first admission, which would, you know, if you're bloody in a pissing contest, I'd call the worst. Yeah. It was really confrontational. So I'd been through psychotherapy. I was starting to get a better understanding of my situation. And And that's a huge... Because the first admission was so confrontational, I just let myself get suicidal before I did anything about it because my mindset was avoid psychiatric wards at all costs. Yes. Oh, because yeah. you'd been in one, or this is yes, a, yeah, and you, yeah. yeah, and it was a nasty experience. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't is, pleasant. It's never pleasant though, is it? Oh, Spent yeah. a couple of hours in therapy over it. <laughs> so lack of control, isn't it? It's the um, once you go into hospital, you're you don't have any control or limited control over your what you can do, and yep. that well, that's what I found. Um, no, that's giving yeah. it away, and like then you've got. You're at the mercy of the doctors and nurses, some of whom are good, some of whom are not. So some great. of whom are undercover. I feel that's a great <laughs> leadway into my last admission in okay. Queensland. Yeah. All right. So next fortnight um, you'll be hearing Sean Goes Loco Part 2. And in Part 2 we delve into his experience of ECT and treatment authorities. Yeah. We also discuss how suicidal thoughts manifest for us, each of us, and yep. delve into support systems yes. as well. Love yeah. it. So we'll see, see you then. next week. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. If you can believe it, we're on social media and plugging the shit out of it. Follow us at Going Loco Podcast on Instagram and Going Loco on Facebook. Want to join your peeps? Come and hang out in the Going Loco Lounge on Facebook groups. And look, you've probably never heard this before, but rate and review and chuck us five stars and we'll love you forever. Also, got a story about going loco? DM us on socials, shoot us an email or leave us a speak pipe on the website. You'll find all the links in the show notes and we'll be going loco fortnightly. So tune in.